the smoke. We're looking at an engraved view over the centre of Manchester, a kind of raking fragment or slice of a city. And we look from an unexpected height. The view is eastwards and northwards from the tower of the newly completed town hall. It's 1876, and this is the shock city of the Industrial Revolution, notorious and famed as much for its pollution and slums as for its new building types, new classes, new technologies. Or perhaps it was the shock city. Perhaps this shows the dispelling of its chaos, a city in progress. Let's look a little closer. Near us is a stone angel, Charity, Caritas, the giver. And with her stock gesture, she tends to the city, perhaps offering what she stands on, what she is a part of in her stoniness. Beyond and beneath her, there's a kind of history laid out to be read into small contrasts and differences in a fire-wrecked roof, in a narrow court, or a cluster of irregular upper stories, in the repeated windows of newer warehouses and offices, in the heavy cornice and trio of conical roofs of the old town hall towards the left, or in the square tower of St Anne's Church on the left-hand edge. The sculpted quality in these areas is the effect of light and perspective, picking out humdrum as well as grand buildings, hinting at a pattern emerging beneath the angel's hand. Institutions abound. Beneath charity, the tall dome of the Royal Infirmary, with warehouses around it. Towards the centre, the banded roof of the Pinnacled Reform Club. To the left, the bulbous dome of the Royal Exchange. Just beside this, the stumpy tower of the restored cathedral. And finally, here where we are, the town hall. Seen this way, the print serves as a kind of ledger, an inventory of what Manchester's civic and industrial elite had achieved over the previous 30 years. But the crust of institutions is only just set over the city's convulsive past, only this side of it. The streets seem to lead nowhere in particular. Even the Royal Exchange is marginal. There is no culminating point between it and charity. No great square, no axis or vista or answering facade that fixes the view. And beyond the proud buildings, there is no sunny horizon, no surrounding hills. No release. Instead, looming in mid-distance is, is a formidable billowing curtain, a barrier of lead-coloured smoke. Lower down it drifts in rhythmic furls, still subject to the prevailing wind. But ominous, shapeless plumes are formed above. The contrast between the sharpness of light here, where we look from, and that dense greyness, that merging of air and smoke and buildings, of distance itself, is extreme. What does it mean to see charity tending to a city? Are we really meant to think 
the machinery of bureaucracy beneath her is the answer to the grey barrier beyond. If so, then charity has effected a kind of clearance. What is near us is the city of consumption, exchange, distribution, good government. And what is beyond, hidden by the grey pool, is the place of production. And the proletariat have been identified with that smoke, have taken on its substance. The plumes and furls are the side effects of their labours, are even, perhaps, their etherealised bodies. <laughs>